Welcome to the Debo Unfiltered Podcast. We are your hosts, our Mary, Dr. Nafi, and Anna Fai Badnar. We are here to engage, educate, and hopefully empower you. Today's episode is going to be about women in media, and we are so honored to have none other than Manyinya Dumbbell to be the first one we interview and have a nice walk-on session about what it is like for Gambian women in media. So if you don't know, Manyinya Dumbbell is a Gambian citizen who's uniquely resourced individual who has a wealth of media experience through her remarkable achievements. She's hardworking, self-motivated, and has over 20 years of experience in media and communications. Manyinya is known to be very determined. She's caring and also a focused individual who has the desire to see positive change in communities, particularly when it comes to good education and improving standards of living for the underprivileged. Manyinya, I can't even tell you how excited we are. <laughs> yes, <laughs> We are. Welcome. Welcome to our platform. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. Honestly, it's an honor. I have listened to your podcast and you guys highlight issues that are very close to my heart. So to have me on the platform, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a big, I'm a big fan. And Anna, can I just say, I have someone introducing me and they haven't said my name. They said my day perfectly well. There you go. Yeah. Yay! We try to get it right over here. <laughs> that's so it's right. A, it's an A star for Anna. Oh, that's A plus. awesome. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So, Manina, you yes. do. we would like to know, the world would like to know who you are. I have to say, um, seeing you... Um, start uh, Muso Media House. I mean, I just have to say per on a personal level, I mean, I've known you forever. Um, we went to school together. Heck, we're family, right? But yeah. I am just in awe of all the stuff that you are doing. All the, you know, like just the woman that you have become. I am mm -hmm. definitely excited to explore today. And just for our viewers and listeners, right? To get to know who you are. So... Who is Manima Dumbbell? Tell us, Manima. Do you know what? Where do I start? Where do I start? Manima Dumbbell, um, I come from a family of six, seven, I would say, seven. Mm -hmm. um, both parents are creatives. My dad um, is a photographer. He used to be a photographer, and he did a lot with regards to that. My mom, she was a fashion designer um, and she used to do a lot uh, with regards to that. And I grew up in a household where our creative um, um, uh, being was, 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 was um, encouraged, you know, in whatever it is you wanted to do. Education was number one, but the creative side as well was something that, you know, my parents really pushed. And for me, I just had the thing for radio. You know, I, I, I remember when I was about eight years old and um, my dad, he was invited to Radio Gambia and he was going to be interviewed by Boran Buj. Mm -hmm. um, and um, there was this script that they wrote, um, you know, um, about him. And and I just said to Bora, I was eight years old. I'm like, I want to read that. I want to read it. And they let me read it. And from then on, oh. it's just something that I've, I've always loved. 
when my dad will have his, you know, do adverts for his company and things like that. And he'll ask me if I want to do it. I've done adverts when I was 13 with people like Aziz Willan, Sam Jones, you know. So it it started off for me um, at a very, very young age. But I think also I got drawn to music as well. Did you guys know that I used to sing? (laughs) Did you know? You did? I did. Yeah. That's the part. That's the part that I kind of, you know, don't talk about much. But seriously, I've done I've done albums with with Jagan Gray Johnson. Yeah. Now now yes. you know I gotta go dig up one of those. You don't have <laughs> no, to have a copy, I've do done you? Albums with Jagan Gray Johnson. Mm-hmm. I've done I've done performances with the Fugitives. Mm-hmm. I've done performances what? with Darajee. I've I've mm-hmm. been nominated Best Female Vocalist. <laughs> oh Lord, nineteen ninety eight or whatever it was. Yeah, so the music thing was a big deal for me. It was something that I kind of yeah. liked. And because I was getting paid when I was 16. Yeah. So you go to school and they're mm-hmm. like, do you want to do backing vocals? And I'm like, yeah, of course, why not? Yeah. So there are songs that I have done backing vocals on that are still out there. In the, This was in 1998, you know. Wow. But I, I used to do that. When Nananbi Studios was one of the biggest studios in Gambia, I've recorded at Nelly, uh, is it uh, Ilina Sheaf? I've recorded at his studio as well. Hey, what's the future? No, my girl one is my at. My girl one is my at. No, those were like yes, back in the day. I, I those did, were hot. I did a lot of those. Those yes, were hot. I did a lot of those. And television wasn't wasn't even. I wasn't even thinking about it. I've worked as a radio DJ at West Coast Radio, so I was a radio DJ there as well. And um, then this opportunity came with Nana and the Studios and um, they wanted to do a song for the Roots Festival. I think it was the first one and they needed an anthem. So um, my Ibuseka said to me, would you like to do it? I'm like, yeah, of course. Am I getting paid? Yeah. Okay. No <laughs> problem. Yeah, Businesswoman. I love it. <laughs> yes. I'll do it. No problem. So I did it. And um that's how it all came about. I went to GRTS for an interview on Extra Touch with Lamin Manga. Mm-hmm. And um, I was being interviewed on there. And then Boramuch saw me and um, asked if I could come in the next day and have an interview because they thought I'd be good, um, you know, if I wanted to do TV. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that. Man, man, don't forget my neck at the next Beyonce, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. I wasn't thinking about that. And um yes, so I went there and I got the job. And I I I I started doing TV. I remember when I went to I spoke to Bora and he reminded me of the time when I came to Radio Gambia and what I did there. And um and then I had an appointment with Tom Bong Sadie. And I could remember, I'll never forget that day. Um Daily Observer, they used to have this um this um um thing called what's on gambia what's is it what's on gambia or what's on something what's on no just what's on that's what it was called and they used to feature like different people on their artists um you know people who were doing quite well within the society mm-hmm. and at that time they featured me on there and i was on there with dara g and we were talking about the fugitives the music that i've been doing mm-hmm. and i went to the interview and um Tom Bong said to me, and he said, I saw I saw your interview in the papers. I said, oh, okay. He's like, so you're into music? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you know what? I think you're, you're going to be great for this job because I don't think you're going to come for the fame because obviously you're already, you know, you're doing well for yourself with regards to that. 
you know mm-hmm. and then he asked me if I wanted to do TV and I said to him but my passion is music he said no you'll do better in TV and the mm. rest is history you know mm. wow wow <laughs> look at that so that's, that's how fantastic. it <laughs> that's amazing Awa yes. and I were actually just reminiscing um mm. about Gambia High School and right. the talent shows girl Yes, I used to absolutely love that. There was no talent show. And you know what? This is yeah. the thing. Our Mary, I've known our Mary for ages mm-hmm. through my cousin Ida. Mm-hmm. And during high school days, I used to hang out with them a lot. It's like, yeah. put them at top and then, you're our Mary. Oh, Ida. That's fair. That's so what I told them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. these, these were, I think, it's, 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 it's really good at that age to mm-hmm. look up to girls like that mm-hmm. you know what I mean because the way I saw it was you know there was no drama these were girls mm-hmm. who were so respected they were doing so well for themselves yeah. and I looked up to them but now you want now you want grade nine but mm-hmm. they kind of like really embraced me and I think yeah. that's how as young women that's how we build our foundation yeah. by right. just making sure that we surround ourselves by you know you know with women like yourselves yeah. young women at the time the impact mm-hmm. that you had mm-hmm. until right. now on the sangha but seriously right. you guys you guys made a very impressive Thank you. Well, you know, majority was that was it was because too that you know we love music and we would write yes. songs and so we were there exchanging tapes and learning the the new dance moves you know and all that and Absolutely. I remember like you know <laughs> one thing I'll Absolutely. never forget that I mean. you, were, you were you were you were Lady Patra and yes. Rider Girl for sure. <laughs> That's one thing I can never get out of my head. Manima and Butty Riders and, and Lady Patra. Yeah, those were the good old memories as in high school. But, you know, when I think about actually the journey and obviously, mm-hmm. you know, social media has been so great because that's how we all kind of reconnected. I was just telling Nafi that I haven't seen you for almost 30 years because obviously I left in 96 and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the rest is history, right? And yeah. so even though I've been back, you're not here. And I think when you came, I didn't get to see you. So it's mm. almost 30 years ago. So I've, I haven't seen you since I was a teenager, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been a and, while. Right, right. And so obviously, you know, when we left at that time, the internet just started. So it was email. We would mm-hmm. communicate email, right? Yes. I think, yes. you know, every every now and then you get to hear like a friend will be like, you know, she's doing dancing. So she's doing this and so on. Mm-hmm. Or my mom will be like, I watch TV and I remember, you know, your friend was doing this and that. So obviously I got like a snippets like, you know, you mentioned like this is the journey of, you know, the music, but none of it was ever a surprise. Like you getting into media, obviously now seeing everything that you've done and build mm-hmm. a brand and a name, it's not a surprise because we saw that already as, as kids. Like, yeah. obviously, this is who she is going to be. Just like, you know, your sister is, is into fashion and modeling. Like, there's mm-hmm. no surprise. But sometimes you see it as, as children. Like, they follow mm-hmm. that path where yes. they kind of build it. But, you know, I'm just so proud of you and all your accomplishments. Aww. And just to see you know, that young girls as well are looking up to you, which I, which will be my question mm-hmm. um, for you would be like, what would you say to the next Nina right now in high school that's doing pretty much like following your footsteps? What would you say to them or the advice you'd say to them? 
Do you know what? That is an amazing question because I always, <laughs> I always think about that. Um, my advice to the next senior is right now, as it stands, surround yourself with positive people. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself with people who have the ambition and they have this fire in their belly mm-hmm. to want to grow, to want to become something. People mm-hmm. who respect themselves because in mm-hmm. this day and age, we have got a lot of, um, you know, I, I like social media. I don't like social media. Social media can right. be positive and it can be negative. Right. And I think nowadays our, our teenage girls, they're very um, conscious about how they look and who they impress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you surround yourself with positive people, you don't have to worry about that. Work hard and believe in yourself. That's mm-hmm. very, very important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to believe in yourself. Because for me, I always looked up to people that I felt like added something to my life. You know, um, I know when I was in grade seven, grade eight, I was a top boy. I was, I was <laughs> like very um, hyper, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But as the years, you know, went by and I surrounded myself with people like you guys, you know, I was part of the group and they, they were like, right. they're older than me, but they were like, you know, you guys just embrace <laughs> And I, I, yeah. I you, you were positive role models for me as a kid in high school, you mm-hmm. know, and I think we need to encourage when young girls come to us and seek mm-hmm. advice, we always mm-hmm. have to make sure that we represent ourselves well because they are looking up to us. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, that's very important. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Right. Anna, Anna, where you at? You did not fall asleep on us, did you? <laughs> no, I'm here. <laughs> I'm really enjoying the reunion and just hearing the stories of you guys back in the day and in school. And my niña, my question for you is I'm gonna first start with your educational path. <laughs> like, did you get educated yeah. in Gambia until high school? Then did you go off to England? Because accent so it's important <laughs> no. to know your educational path it's so encouraging yes. to hear that you grew up in a household where you know you were encouraged to be a creative because yes. most of the time when it comes mm-hmm. to African families or Gambian families that's not what you hear you hear that you're supposed to be a lawyer a mm-hmm. doctor an engineer mm-hmm. you know so to hear that you were encouraged at such a young age to go into media, to go into the arts, to be creative, and you were rewarded for it, getting paid at such a young age. I can't even imagine, like, back in the day, being a 16-year-old, getting paid money to do ads. Like, that Mm -hmm. concept was so Mm -hmm. unreal for us. Mm -hmm. But also, I want you to get into branding yourself. Like, please share with us, because I feel like we live in a day and age where brand themselves. You go about branding yourself for not just media muscle house, but just as an individual, like when did you realize I need to brand my Nina to be this specific person that attracts these specific opportunities, people, audiences, and build community around you? Yeah, that's yeah. Um, so I'll I'll start with the education side. Now, our Mary, as you remember, uh, when we used to have the fashion shows, you will not attend mm-hmm. if, you didn't, if you didn't have good grades. Right. Yeah. yeah. That, that wasn't gonna happen. So for me in our household, it's like you had to you're encouraged with regards to you know the creative side, but also education was number one. So you do well 
and you you were more encouraged to do whatever it is. And for my parents, it was just like a extracurricular activity that we were doing. So if you did well at that, that's absolutely fine. But the education came first. So yes, I attended um, Gambia High. Well, it was Gambia Senior Secondary School. We were the first batch to um, start the senior secondary school journey. Um, mm-hmm. And then in 1998, I graduated from high school and then started working at GRTS straight away. And I did that for two years. And then I came to England and um, I studied film and television. Actually, I studied um, business communications first. And then I went on to study film and television production. And here I am now. Um, Now, with regards to branding myself, Muso Media House, the way it came about, because I was, I had a very good, good job. Um, and I was working for this company for 12 years. But then when COVID hit, you know, people were asked to stay at home. Mm-hmm. And I'm the kind of person, I just need to keep on going. I need to keep doing something. Mm-hmm. And in those years, before even COVID happened, even though I had my nine to five, I used to host events here in the UK. Uh, my last event that, you know, I co-hosted was the Wiley Seca at the O2 in London um Mm -hmm. I've done charity events here so I was doing a lot of hosting gigs um and also I I used to collaborate with other media houses as well um work with them uh in front of the camera behind the camera um but then when COVID hit and I thought you know what I think I want to do this now and Mm -hmm. a friend of mine um was a boy Saar Ishmael Saar we had the conversation and I'm like I think I want to do this. And he was very keen in encouraging me and saying, do you know what? I believe that you can do it. You know, sometimes it's like you want to do something, you know, you're capable, but you just need that extra push from someone to say, guess what? You can do it. You know, you always need that. And he was that extra push. And then I started working on it. I started writing and I, and I said to myself, what's missing on social media at this present time? especially Gambian social media. And I noticed that our focus was too much on the politics. All we spoke about was politics. And I felt like we were rotating similar faces. It was the same people that will come back and give us the same message on a different platform. Mm -hmm. And it was just politics, politics, politics. And I thought about the Manyinya Gambel that is doing something, that is trying to be someone, what mm-hmm. sort of platform are we providing for that person? Mm. Someone who's a musician, someone who is possibly an artist, someone who is a new entrepreneur, someone who is doing something, but they don't have that platform to come and showcase their talent. So for me, I felt like there were people already out there who were very good at doing the politics and all of that sort of thing. And that was not my expertise. Mm-hmm. For me, I wanted to sell the talent that was out there, the hidden talents that we had to speak about. Because if I, if I came from a different, um, if I was Nigerian or Ghanaian or whatever, mm-hmm. and I come on to Gambian social media, I, I won't be impressed. Because sometimes I think, like, I, I, I think it's filled with too much negativity. I'm not saying their social media isn't. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's too politicized. We don't sell us. 
We don't sell each other. We don't sell the positive things about what we are doing. We don't hype each other enough. And the mm. one thing that Nigerians are good enough, and the reason why Afrobeats is where it is, is because they do that. Mm-hmm. They do that. They promote each other. They talk about each other as if, even if it's rubbish. Remember when we used to watch Nigerian movies before? Even now, mm-hmm. there's movies that are not all of that, but it's on Netflix. Wow. You know, their movies mm-hmm. are on Netflix, and we can achieve that. So I decided what I wanted to do is to focus on those people who are doing so well. And I felt like their stories definitely needed to be told. We had to showcase what is good about our country, not just the politics and the insulting and the this and the banter and everything else, but there are people, the silent ones, the Mm -hmm. ones that want to have a voice, but unfortunately there's too much noise and they can't be heard. So they need a platform like Muso Media House to bring their voices up. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, 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 I thought, yes, I, I want to create Muso Media House and give these individuals a platform where they can do that so people can see what they too are doing and what they're capable of and what the Gambian is capable of. Man, I, I right now... I loved you before. I love you even more now because I, I feel like, listen, <laughs> because Nafi, let's be honest. How many times have we had conversations where we're like, mm-hmm. like we I'm don't hype each real. other up. We, there are so many nope. Gambians that are doing so many amazing things around the nope. world, but mm-hmm. Gambians don't know how to hype each other up. Listen, nope. when you started doing your program, um, I think it was the, um, um, Nafi, please remind me the one where Af- he highlighted Afri- the Africa's God. Girl, Africa's God. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. Where you we highlight. all loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go ahead. Amazing. Go ahead. I was yeah, just like, oh my God, finally mm-hmm. somebody is reminding right. around the world that yes. are contributing on the world stage in such yes. amazing ways and highlighting it. Oh my God! Yes, that was that was the main thing. That was the main thing. I felt, I felt we needed to highlight the positivity. I felt like we we needed to highlight people like Demba Conta. Yes, Um, Mm -hmm. Demba Conta was huge. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, look at people like um, what's this woman's name? Um, Donna. No, she's um she's she's Gambian. Vicky Blaine, for instance. Ah, Do you know that Mariama Makeba of South Africa used to open for Vicky Blaine? Shut Mm -hmm. up. Yeah, she used to open for Vicky Blaine. So people like that who are huge that we have forgotten. We need to remind, you know, our artists that you know you two can do it. You know, when you think about the Usunjai Seniors, when you think about all of these other artists that came before, mm-hmm. you know, the Usulayonjais, mm-hmm. we, we need to let them know that they too can do it. Because I think we don't push enough. I'll give you an example. Um, when we started doing Muslim Media House, I was trying to get, get as much content as possible. So what I'll do is speak to family members and friends and say, if you see anyone that has talent, I don't care how many likes they have on Facebook. If they have talent and you think there's a potential, just send it to me. Let me have a look and see how we can tell their story. Mm-hmm. And because of my, 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 my film and television production background, I know how I can package it. I know how I can make it look good. Mm-hmm. So um, then my brother sent me Tita Job. Mm-hmm. And at that time, Tita Job had, um, I think this video came out with Dangal. 
I think that was her first video that she did on TikTok. And, I, and it did really, really well. And I went on every platform and I thought, look at this. This, this girl is doing amazing things and nobody's telling her story. Mm-hmm. So I got my team back in Gambia and I'm like, we need to find her. I want my first story um, to be her. I want to um, 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 highlight what, what, what she's doing. And that's, that's, that's the segment that we have that's called um, the unsigned hypes. Mm-hmm. you know so we got Tita Job and we did an interview with Tita Job and we highlighted Tita's story and I, I was so proud of that mm-hmm. and the thing is with Muso Media House what we tend to do is we don't just get you on board and then we get the views and then you go no we were the first um first platform to interview Tita to highlight Tita's story to talk about what she's achieved and what she's done and not only did we do that, we were the first to make to, to, to get a contract, a brand ambassador contract for Tita for a year oh, with wow. a money transfer company that we were working with. Oh, wow. So I, I, I tried to do that as well. So I tried to sort of like not only get these artists to come and showcase what they're capable of, but if I can get um, a company, you know, to work with them, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. always encourage that. And I've done that. With, with, with other people as well and I think this is how we we, we, we uplift now look at Tida Tida is doing amazing mm-hmm. amazing I'm not saying Muso Media House did that for her because she's worked hard she's mm-hmm. done what she's done for herself because you know it just doesn't happen like that you need to work hard for people to see what yeah. you're capable of yeah and she's done that but what I'm saying is we need platforms like Muso Media that highlights. And mm-hmm. this is why my platform is very important because I want to make sure the talent, the hidden talent that we have in that country, there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot. You go to the tourist market and you see someone doing something and you're thinking, wow, we don't mm-hmm. highlight them enough. They mm-hmm. need to have a voice. We have to raise their voices. And hence the reason why we do it. So you can be an entrepreneur you know you can you can you can be an artist you you can be an on-site uh, hype mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we cover environment we cover education we do mmh special like what we did with okc mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so it's it, it's for everybody basically you don't have to feel like you have to have a name mm-hmm. to come on the mm-hmm. social media mm-hmm. like it's for everybody. you have a name you don't have a name just be doing something great and you need a platform for us to highlight Yes, we'll do everything. You don't. We'll 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 absolutely do everything. Well, just you. add the woman boss right now coming up. So we're yeah. celebrating our five years. So I, I, you just you just got a job right now. So yes. oh, yes. thank you talk so about much. Try to getting getting a support. thing. Yeah, so, I love so, it. So the question I have for you, I don't know, like I don't know how things work in England, but obviously, you know, in the U.S., it's a bit different, and so the experience comes in from that. So yes. I have a question because when I came back to the Gambia. That's one thing just never settled with me. Like media houses, especially here, like TV stations, let's just put it. Before they come out, you got to pay them. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that normal? Like, is that right? Because I can never wrap my head around that. That's yeah. first. And second um, is that, you know how, like in the U.S., they'll look for news, right? They're looking for content. Yeah. In this case, you got to pay them to come cover your content. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's something that just never, never settles. So I'm trying to understand, is that just the U.S. where things like that maybe don't happen? 
or is that like maybe even normal like you know in the in the UK or like what they do in the gambit that that is okay because I feel like a lot of coverage coverage doesn't happen or doesn't go out because you expect it to pay unless it's like the juicy politics but if it's something that you know everybody should know about Mm-hmm. It's not getting mm-hmm. covered because you to call them to for them to come is fifteen thousand dollars is or eighty or fifty or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to hear, you know, your 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 take. I see the thing is, you know, um I think different people have different ways of making money. And I feel like in Gambia, the way things are is um we kind of like if 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 let's say for example I'm a newcomer. And I hear that's what's happening. I just follow and I don't even know the reason why it's being done. Um, mm. Maybe for them, I can't, I can't speak on behalf of all the media houses. Maybe for them, it's the expenses. Maybe they're thinking, you know, we have to pay pass to come. We have to pay these people who are coming to film you and all of that sort of thing. And we think your company is doing great. Mm-hmm. Maybe they know they have their own reasons why they do that. You understand? But I, I kind of feel like... Um, that is an expectation that you would have from influencers. You know, an influencer, they would say to you, now, if I have to come, you're going to have to pay me because obviously I'm going to have, you know, that's how influencers make their money. But like you said, this is a media house. So I feel like, let's say for instance, if um, the woman boss is having an event and I was the manager for television programs in um, at GRTS, for example, I will not ask you to pay for it. It's it's a news content. I'll ask my people to come down and film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will not ask for payment. But if these are other platforms that are on social media, they might charge. For me personally, for me personally, um, I understand that um, when it comes to the media, you know, the media, media communications, and the equipment they are very expensive and mm-hmm. I understand you have to make money but I also understand that um man for me Muso Media House I have my ways of making money but when it comes to if I wanted to do a story on the woman boss mm-hmm. I don't think I will ask for fifteen thousand dollars or whatever I don't mm-hmm. think I will do it that way I don't mm-hmm. think so because for me I like I said my purpose is to highlight stories. And if I work with other companies, I've partnered with, with, with other companies before. I have companies that, that support Muso Media House and continue to support Muso Media House. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like I need to exploit mm-hmm. to kind of get my content, so to speak. You know what well, I mean? I don't, yeah. I don't feel yeah. I need to do that. Yeah, well, the I'm... thing is like um so it's not so much like if i if i say i want to hire you to do a story like that even if you're going to charge like i understand right but i'm saying like news in general let's say there's you know down the street the whole street is burning Mm -hmm. right there's you know there's a whole let's say coco ocean god forbid like it's burning do you know that they don't go cover that like what you see i feel like what's on gambia the news little news coverage thing sometimes what they cover you don't see it on grts you don't see it on qtv you don't see that i'm talking about like basic mm-hmm. news that you would say you know what let me just showcase like cnn and the way you make money is obviously to your ads right so mm-hmm. you hopefully mm-hmm. get a lot more ads and mm-hmm. you know they're paying for that but it's mm-hmm. just like news that you would want to see sometimes to get like Yes, maybe there was a there was a conference, but all of them that come out, I 
they get paid. That's why I'm like, yeah. that's why I'm getting at because yeah. there'll be I, like a summit is happening and you're like, okay, can, are we going to invite GRTS? I got to give it to them. Most of the time you give them transport refund or maybe not even they there, but I know with QTV, you got to pay. You got to mm. pay for them to come out. Maybe it's a private, maybe it's a, because it's a private. Yeah. As yeah. Well. You know, I think yeah. news stories for us when we used to work at GRTS, you know, mm-hmm. we go out looking for news, news stories. You didn't have to pay okay. us. You know, mm-hmm. we'll just go mm-hmm. out and, and find news stories and come back. Mm-hmm. And I think okay. it depends on what you expect. Let's say, for example, um, your company is having um, uh, an event mm-hmm. and you want it to be covered on Facebook Live or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will expect that the people who are coming to cover it, they would absolutely ask for money. They have to. Because absolutely. Obviously, mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean? No, no, no for sure. Say, yeah, mm-hmm. but to say that you know there's a newsworthy content mm-hmm. and they get there and they ask for money i think that is ridiculous i do too. absolutely ridiculous yeah mm-hmm. you, yeah. you can't do that you can't do that yeah for us mm-hmm. we just have to go out and find news stories come back mm-hmm. edit it and do everything that we need to do and we don't mm-hmm. ask for a penny if right. the person right. thinks that okay this person has done a good job mm-hmm. right and they want to give you something mm-hmm. that's absolutely fine yeah right but you right. can't you can't and and the thing is you know, um, when it comes to media and when it comes to um, uh, media, especially, it's always about the work, the work first, do it well. And mm-hmm. then the money comes later. Amen. It that cannot be part. about you. It cannot be there about the money first. It has to yeah. be about what the story, what you're trying to put out there. It has to be mm-hmm. about that first. Mm-hmm. That's the priority. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Love that. Thank you. I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. So I have a quick question for you, but I just wanted to just piggyback on what Anna said about, like, your style and uh, mode of, of, of media. I love it. It's different. It's it's nothing that we've seen right Thank right you. now in all the platforms that we have available. And that's why I'm drawn to it, because I feel like your way of storytelling, it's so inspiring. You know, um, you're looking for things that are positive, you're shining light at um, some of the talents um, that we've had in the past and the ones that upcoming talent, so new and old, right? For those who have paved the way uh, musically, culturally, a lot of different ways, you know? I was, uh, personally, I was very humbled when you asked if if you could showcase us. And I'm going, little old me, I get out of here, you know? <laughs> going to Gambia, doing my little medical thing, you know, like I don't really think much of it, you know, but yeah. for you to think that it's important enough to be highlighted, you know? Um, I just wanted to say thank Thank you so much for just putting out positive things that a lot of people in the community are doing or are trying to achieve. So I definitely, I love that about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so my question then becomes, because I know in this space, in this work that you do, it yes. comes with challenges. So what are some of the challenges that you had to overcome as not just as a Gambian, but as a woman in this business? challenges um oh culturally are there any challenges that you you have had to face and overcome through your journey or or even nafi if i could just jump on Mm -hmm. and and um ask or even misrepresentation because we all know that when it comes to media it's a um predominantly male dominated Mm -hmm. um 
you know, sector and yes. to have women like you. And I'm also going to just add to what Nafi said about the positive aspect of your programming. Okay. I love, and this is yourself. I love the way you carry yourself. I love mm -hmm. that you're very, you seem very intentional about statements mm -hmm. that you put out, what you choose mm -hmm. to speak on, what you mm -hmm. choose to comment on, and more importantly, how you carry yourself around, right? You mm -hmm. seem very open and approachable. Mm -hmm. You seem very friendly, but you're not rajah, ranchang, lack of etiquette. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let's be honest. Look, I was going to get to it. You just got it from me. I was literally was the next question. I was like, there you go. Thank you. Oh, whatever you want to call it. Oh, <laughs> man. And you all know you my know sister's what? fly. Let's just put it out there. I'm just saying. Yeah, she is. Honey. Go on. Girl. Like, you are always you're always very well put together. Like your makeup is on point. Your outfits look good. I never gone close enough to you, but I can tell you smell good. You speak <laughs> well. Girl. You're like, you, you, you're very well spoken. Like you have a way about you. That's just very, you're a lady, right? And oh. it comes across and we receive it. And it's so refreshing because I feel like some people have these huge platforms and they don't have the etiquette to be on it. They're very loose at the mouth. They're not very intentional <laughs> about the things that they say. Be super controversial, but in all the wrong ways, because when you have so many people looking up to you, looking at you, listening to you, what you're saying, you have a responsibility to those people. That's and I feel like you carry it so well. Oh, thank you so much, Anna. Thank you so, so well, much. Well, that was the end of her rant. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, damn, Anna. I didn't know you oh. had all of that in bottled up. <laughs> Drink some water, honey. <laughs> I love Anna. Oh, God. I love Anna. Anna, you know, I, I think it's in the, in the um, upbringing as well. Mm. Um, yeah. for me, I, I, I grew up, um, in a family where you can speak up, but with respect, mm. you can say what you feel, but with respect, Bad part. Res respect was a huge deal or is still a huge deal. And, um, you know, I think sometimes as women or as a people, you know, we're not only guided by our parents, but it's very important that we are also guided by our religion, whatever you believe in, you know. And mm -hmm. I think that does help too. It does help. Because if you look at what the religion says, it's not everything that you need to speak on. Mm -hmm. It's not everything that you need to shout about. And the most people that are listened to are the people who say less. Because when they speak, you listen. Ah oh, man. The people who say less, who don't talk at all, when they open their mouth and they come and they want to say something, trust me, you would listen. Okay. And I'm the kind of person, I kind of feel like when I look at um, social media, um, there's a sheep culture whereby all it takes is one mare and everybody follows. It, you will not even understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. You don't know what the topic is, why it is, why this, why that. 
And I kind of feel like as well, we need to believe in ourselves. I don't have to bring Anna down. I don't have to bring our Mary down for me to go forward. Amen. Because man personally, I believe that for each and every person, what's going to happen for us has already been written by the greatest of writers. Mm-hmm. No matter who you bring down, no matter who you disrespect, no matter how loud you shout, if you're not meant to be ahead, you won't be ahead. Mm-hmm. Right. You won't. Right. So you That's just have right. to take your time. I think respecting each other is very important, even though we have different views. Mm-hmm. That is very, very important. And mm-hmm. another thing that we have to do as women is we always have to fix each other's crowns. Mm. Never be the first woman to see another woman talking about someone, another woman as well, and you're there egging that person on and saying, yes, it's so unnecessary. Mm. Speak on it, girl. It's so unnecessary because I believe in karma. I believe whatever you low in someone in Jigin, it can come back. It yeah. can come back to you. That's true. So you have to be very careful. But I'm very picky in you know, what I involve in, mm-hmm. you know, I believe, I, I believe, I know people would, everybody would say, man, so my time, they're precious. My next my time, seriously, 100% mm-hmm. is very precious because mm-hmm. I also feel like um, if I am going to le- leave a legacy in this world, mm-hmm. um, I have to do it for my daughter. I have a 19-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Yes, yes, already? <laughs> Holy cow. Girl, you look 18. She's in wow. uni. I have a, oh I have a 19 gracious. year old in wow. university. And my oh, daughter, Jesus. I've always wanted her to do, um, uh, to study coding. Because man, I'm a fucking couple of Hallis Vineka. Man, Yes, I yes. started coding and this girl decided mom I want to do broadcast journalism I'm like oh my Aww. god you know but you know you have to let them have a choice because they right. know what they're good at what they want to do right. and I kind of feel like Munumacha Hane Muso Media House because this can be hers right. one day yeah right you know and Absolutely. I have to make sure that however way I choose to represent myself Mm-hmm. I need to make sure it is something that she would be proud of. Yeah. Yes. Oh wow. So I can't I can't put a foot wrong. So my there are certain times I see certain things and I just wanna, you know, but I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, there's somebody looking up to me and I can never let there her down. There you go. There you go. That's I can it. never let her down. No, can That's, you it. Like, That's right. You know, I focus on what is important. And for me, my focus. It's like I said, it's the people who don't have a voice. Yeah, um, right. Anybody who wants to come on board and support, absolutely, that's what we need. Right. But I cannot wait for that support. I need to mm-hmm. make sure I focus mm-hmm. on those women, on those young women, men, because people used to think Muslim Media House is all about women. No. Right. You know, um, the reason why I chose the name Muslim, because I just, I, I just feel like women, we bring life. We are life. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We are, we are very important in this society. We, keep, we are like the glue that keeps the society together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Muso is for everyone. 
-hmm. for every individual for every person for someone who feels like you know what you know i want to go onto a certain platform but they won't have me come on to musa we'll tell you a story and trust me the way we will tell you a story Mm -hmm. i'll make sure it is absolutely phenomenal Mm -hmm. i I am financing it Mm -hmm. i'm financing Mm -hmm. musa you know and i've not made the millions that i want to make yes i'm i'm uh, you know i've got i work with a very 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 talented guy you know he's nigerian not gambian unfortunately or fortunately (laughs) you know because you want to work with your own as well but what i'm saying is you know he is an amazing talent Mm -hmm. and i kind of feel like the dedication that I, i i get from him it's unfortunate that you won't get that type of dedication from your own right. somewhat on a Gambian. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Because this is a person who at 3 a.m. will be editing together and he's not going to complain about sleep or whatever. We can right. do it till 5 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's that same drive, that same passion to want to do well and 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 feel like mm-hmm. he feels like he's a part of it. And mm-hmm. I believe I make mm-hmm. him feel like he's a part of it too. Mm-hmm. You know, even mm-hmm. the girl who used to do the interviews for me, um, she's Kenyan. Mm-hmm. I, I've tried to find Gambians, but I can't find Gambians who, is, who are as dedicated. Yeah. You know, yeah. who would be dedicated yeah. and who would be ready to do the work. Utna, mm-hmm. like, Utna, why am I mm-hmm. and I if, I can just, if I can just jump in and just vouch for your Kenyan um, employee. <laughs> <laughs> When we did the, um, when we did uh, Tafta Build a Book Launch, Muso Media House covered Tafta Build a Book Launch. And I also love, love the fact that you are so heavy on education from your um, mm-hmm. Star International MMH mm-hmm. program to now yes. the most recent one, which is the Modundao doing the mosquitoes. I love how you highlight education mm-hmm. in your program but mm-hmm. i just wanted to say that i sat with your kenyan employee and she interviewed me and she was so professional and she was mm-hmm. so great at her job and she mm-hmm. you could tell she did her research about oh. who fine who fine network is what we do the number of projects we had out what this meant to us what it meant to taf like it was coming mm-hmm. from a place of knowing you sat with someone who you knew had right. background on right. the topic it wasn't just you know free flowing mm-hmm. so you definitely are doing a good job with picking people who align with your vision for muso media house even if they yeah. are not gambian and i think that's okay mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i absolutely i think yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah, yeah for me i i, I think is the way i think it's 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 the way I think and the way I work. I'm one of those I will not sleep, I will not eat until I conquer what needs to be conquered. Mm-hmm. And to be working with individuals who have the same thinking as me and um are trying to achieve or would like to achieve the same goals as me. And I'm very fair when it comes to, you know, the people that I work with. You know, I I I, I absolutely reward hard work and talent. Mm-hmm. And I think that you have to value um, the people that you work with as well. Mm-hmm. It's a team effort. It's an absolute team effort because whenever I come up with ideas and this is what I want to do, this is the story I want to tell, this is how I want to tell it, him from a technical point of view, he just brings it to life, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm thinking, wow. Mm-hmm. So, so, so we need that. And I, and I want to say this to Gambians out there that 
and he's like you know but you're not here you have to come you have to come yeah. i can assure you because i've worked with the okc foundation mm-hmm. right and um i've worked with other other companies as well and i can assure you i am very much hands-on she is there and, uh, <laughs> and you know the thing is the good thing is with regards to um you know, um, um, you know, nowadays you can communicate via WhatsApp and things like that. Mm-hmm. But if I need to be in Gambia, let's say, for example, there's a big project that I need to, I went to Gambia when in June and I had two mm-hmm. projects that I was working on and I was there hands on and doing what I need to do. So Gambia is six hours away, but I also have a team of experts, people that mm-hmm. understand what they're doing. And before we go into a shoot, we know what we're doing. We know what mm-hmm. we're there for. Mm-hmm. If, if, if my presence is needed, I would be in Gambia, mm-hmm. you know, and I try to come to Gambia as much as possible because my business is registered in Gambia. So mm-hmm. I'm not just operating in the air just like that. I am paying taxes in the Gambia and my mm-hmm. business is registered in the Gambia and mm-hmm. likewise here in the UK as well. So that that is not an issue for me that is not an issue gambia is just six hours away if i need to be there if there's an upcoming project like for instance i'll um there's a, there's a project that i'm going to be working on for international women's day and i'm going to start working on it soon um i would be getting in 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 gambia for that because i need to go into these villages and all of these mm-hmm. spaces to mm-hmm. highlight what these women are doing you know spending mm. the day with them you know, or whatever. And, 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 and I'm finding companies that I'm going to be working with mm-hmm. who are going to obviously part of their socioeconomic responsibility or whatever it is mm-hmm. um, to see if they can donate something. Let's say, for example, you go to somebody atelier or whatever mm-hmm. and you spend a day with her and she tells you, I pay school fees, I do this and I do that. Of and at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you can donate for Bena sewing machine so not only have you taken a story off of her but you've mm-hmm. also given something back absolutely and that's, that's that's how i like to operate but yeah. going back to your question um our mary um trust me i can i can i can be in gambia and i'm very much involved when it comes <laughs> to from uh you know post-production to to you know when we start everything goes through me i discuss it with the client and i speak to the client to tell me what they need i speak to my team the team goes there and then we do a site survey and everything else and then we start shooting you know and i trust the team that i have because the guy that i work with he's absolutely professional they're Um, amazing i have to act mm -hmm. for that they're absolutely amazing on time always on the ground and I can tell you that um, uh, Manina is on, like she is on it. Like I, we would talk on the phone while she yeah. was going through like editing, and 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 I like that you are not just looking for a story, but yeah. you're also aware to paint the person that you're covering in the most positive light. I love that that you're not just Absolutely. looking for a story and wanting to make things, you know, what they're not. So mm-hmm. I, I truly appreciate that, that you delivered an authentic of what I think is what we, we, we do and represent. So, and she was hands-on. Like she would, I would talk to her. I am she would ask so. for my vision, <laughs> what I'm looking for. So I truly appreciate how involved you were and mm-hmm. um, how much of a listener you were as to what my vision was, because I didn't want to just go with anybody. I've been asked for years and I shut yeah. it down 
by a Mm -hmm. lot of people. And so I believe, I guess that you have to have confidence in the person you're working with that they would do you right. And I had no doubt when when you asked me, I just want to say that. I, and yeah. I would vouch for you. I have no doubt that you would do it. Do you would do it right? And you did a phenomenal job with it. No, oh, you thank did you. fantastic. So, absolutely. Oh, Mary, that's your girl right there. I'm just saying. No, no. I mean, I know that's like I'm that's no saying. doubt. I'm just uh, what I'm saying more to her is like make sure that people know that, right? Yeah. Because yeah, I didn't know no, that. I'm working yeah. like I'm doing a project right now, which she would have been perfect to do mm-hmm. um yeah. and so you know with the videos that we do in our country so it would have been perfect to get her but i it didn't even cross my mind yeah. that she was doing yeah. stuff like that i thought it was just you know as she come no, in she'll yes. do whatever and then walk away but it's not because no. she's in-house that no. we can yeah. get somebody you know because here the media houses you just know or let's say the the videographers you'll know exactly it's like a hand you know a handful so you got to go with the with the ones and we've done mm-hmm. you know a few stories even in the past where again in my head is like okay so you know you come in you'll do what you need to do as a project you know within your projects and you get out so not mm-hmm. knowing that you hear full time like hey no, if there's have, a project going on let's mm-hmm. contact Muslim media like you'd be available Absolutely. you know what I'm saying and so this yes. is this is new news to me so I am so glad to hear that so let me reiterate, yeah. Muslim yeah. Media House, we don't only tell stories, but we are a production company as well. Mm-hmm. So we produce documentaries, we produce adverts, we've worked with different companies. I don't want to start naming all of them, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. but I do, work with, I do work with a lot of companies in the Gambia as well. Big companies, small companies, doing adverts for them and things like that. Um, we do documentaries. If you want an infomercial, we do that as well. We do a lot of things. We are a legitimate com- um, 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 production company and we can do whatever it is that you want. I have got people in the Gambia and should I need to be in the Gambia, I'm always there, 100%. Okay. Good to know yeah. that. So, so, and I'm very much hands-on. I'm very love much hands-on. And the thing I love about my work is I can do it anywhere in the world. And right. if I have to be yeah. on, the se- on set... Yeah. I would come and then I'll be on set, you know. And very professional. So, this girl was up at yes. night editing. Let me just tell you that. And, <laughs> and and when I no, I have to I you have to give props where it's due. And I have to say when I reached out to her once just uh you you know, just on the fly, and I said, Hey, can you give me a three minute intro of like the documentary that you did because the documentary was over 40 minutes can mm-hmm. you give me a three minute snippets of this because i'm doing a presentation when i told you okay the average gambian would have gotten back to me in two weeks this girl had the snippet she ca- called her people had this three minute snippet done literally 10 minutes later she sent it to me i almost fell off my chair 10 minutes later she was like we got you and she called her guy and they did that right quick and they sent it back to me. So talk about professionalism. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I can't speak enough about her work ethic. I just, it's amazing. And that's what we need. It's not that's like right. cannot be this ethical with work. We have the oh. capability. And I have to say with Muso Media House, I've seen it firsthand. And I can't speak enough about it. You know, the work well, ethic Nef- is there. Nefi, slide her, slide her digits in my DM. Girl, uh, girl slide <laughs> in my DMs. I got you. I slide got it you. In, you know slide, it, slide, uh-huh. slide her digits in. Because, you know, yeah. I think I have you on what's, uh, on Facebook. But no, nah, I need your phone number. Yeah. I'm going to call yeah. you tomorrow. Absolutely. We'll talk. 
if you want us to do your stories, let us know. We, we, we've, we've worked with new companies that are starting in the Gambia, international companies as well, that we've done stuff for. You know, there are companies in, um, on Facebook who we do content for, you know, produce content for. See, the thing is, um, I let my work do the talking. I don't need mm-hmm. to be out there saying, I'm the best, I'm this, I'm that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not mm-hmm. how I am. I'm mm-hmm. passionate about what I do. I, the best feeling for me is when someone like Nafi, when you've done it for her mm-hmm. and, you know, the way she expresses it and says, oh, my Absolutely. God, you told the story so beautifully. Absolutely. For me, the money is great, but for yeah. me, that makes me feel so good because I feel like I've achieved yeah. what I set out to do, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. I always want to make sure that the customer is involved, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and we bring your vision to life. We need yes. to make sure that you are satisfied. And I feel mm-hmm. like in Gambia, you know, I've, 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 I've worked with someone. When I first started and I needed my logo done, mm-hmm. I, I did it through a Gambian. And I will tell you, it was an, it was an okay experience. It wasn't mm-hmm. the best of experiences. Because mm-hmm. you had to ask only five questions, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. After, I think for me, I'm good with people like that. And I kind of like broke the ice a bit because... I felt like he was just being a bit rigid and he mm-hmm. just didn't want to hang out. Like there's that personality that we lack sometimes with customers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is why when you go to banks, you know, so it's like just smiling, just having that good conversation. And the guy mm-hmm. after Lolo, when you explain my name, Nigaya was working for my dad before and whatever. And he 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 was just everything was just cool, you know. But mm-hmm. I kind of feel like we, we need to do that. We need to make sure that when we're doing work like this, especially production, you know, you're telling someone's story, you have to make sure that that person enjoys that journey. So that when they watch that, they think about the process. Like now, when Nafi talks about it, I I, mm. you know, I feel so good because I feel like we've achieved what we set out to do you know happy we've told her story well and we always let you tell the story as you've Mm -hmm. noticed that we we try to stay away from narrating people's stories i love that. you know we use your voice over and then it's like you're just telling your story i love that doing that Mm -hmm. you know there are different ways that we can do it it depends on what you want and what you require but yes our you got me, boo. You got me, boo. 